0: Here we go, another session of Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. This is Ross Seth. Hope you're all doing well and thanks for being with us. Today, we are in the second of a three-part series. We kick the series off with a topic called Searching for the Truth. This session is going to be about building trust. So. Let's get started. First of all, let's look at the word trust. We're not talking about a trust, i.e. the framework of a financial portfolio. That can be a trust, a trust. But now we are talking about trust in the verb, trust in the noun, in that Who do you have trust in? What do you trust in? How do you build trust? And so, let's get started. The definition of the word trust, T-R-U-S-T, is a firm belief in the character of someone. It can also be defined as a person or thing in which there is confidence so, when we look at the essence of building trust, building is a verb. Building is activity. So, in terms of building, let's just agree, if we can, that building is a continuous process. In other words, if we apply that to trust, we are continuously and consistently building trust. Now, trust works both ways. You and I can be building, developing, establishing trust in others. If it's a husband and wife situation, it's building trust in your spouse. If it's your business partner or if it's your employees, it is you building trust Developing confidence in their character, knowing that they will do the right thing by you, so to speak. Or when we talk about building trust, it goes the other way. Think the thought that others are building trust in you every day. So it's a two way street. You're building and developing trust. But others are doing the same with you. And I would suspect that you would like to be accused of being a person that others can trust. So here we are in 2020. There's been much to do during this year in the past couple of years about not only searching for the truth, which was the topic of the kickoff session in this series, But this issue of building trust, who is it? What is it that you can build trust in? In that previous session, I spoke to you about that issue of searching for the truth. How do you decide what is true, what is not? And we could take that and insert it into our context today. When it comes to building trust, How do you know that you can trust someone or something or some source? So, for example, we have a significant amount of information that flows to us all every day via various types of media. And we each have to discern. That's a big word, discern. We each have to establish. We each have to decide well, is that a source that I can trust? Is this a source that you can trust? So part of building trust is deciding, well, where are you going to put your trust? So if there's a given situation that develops, for example, in the news media, I would say to you that in order for you to interpret it as truth, you have to establish that the source is credible. In other words, you can trust the source because you can look at the same event, you and I can, and depending upon who is portraying the story about the event, it could be that one source depicts the event and then you read about the same event from another source and it's tainted quite different. Well, which one of the two do you trust so let's dig a little bit deeper into this issue of who do you trust how do you trust how do you, how do you help others establish trust in you part of that stems from what i would simply call relationships which in my book is a key chapter My book, Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others. It was interesting because when I wrote the book, I wasn't necessarily planning on a session on relationships. But you know what? The more and more I talked to people about the content of the book and I interviewed people, I came to realize that relationships were so fundamental to so much of what I was hearing and gathering. So relationships became a part of the book. Now, relationship can be defined as the way in which two or more people are connected. And that connection point is a means by which trust can be established. So it's a connection Another definition of relationship speaks to a strong, deep or close association between two or more people. Well, if you think about that, a strong, deep or close association, I would suspect, if you're a little bit like me or a lot like me, that establishing and building trust is really a function of how well I'm connected to people. Give me a case, I'll give me give you a case in point. I was a football coach for 35 years. Here's a practical example. If we're going to run the football, so to speak, we're going to hand the ball off to a player who we trust is going to hang on to it. So how is it that I, as a coach, established which player we'd want to hand the ball off to? Part of coaching is leadership. And part of leadership is putting your best players in the best positions in football and you do so because you can trust that the team will benefit by having them in the position so go back to the uh, the illustration of of carrying the football so the football is very valuable on offense you've heard me you may have heard the expression hang on to the ball well it's more than hanging on to the ball it's gripping the ball it's for gosh sakes don't let the other team have the ball the ball is the essence of offense and so with that part of what I had to decide or our coaching half decide which player could we trust would not only get the ball, but would hang on to it, particularly when they were hit and tackled. So through practice, during practice, we hand the ball off. Well, if a given player day after day in practice receives the handoff, receives the ball, runs with the ball, and keeps the ball, then that person is establishing trust that in a game, they can be the person that can handle the ball. So all week long, that player is establishing trust that they are worthy of carrying the ball. They're going to protect the ball. They're going to help the offense keep the ball and move the ball. It's just a simple illustration. On the flip side, if a given player wants to be a running back and carry the ball, but in practice, instead of hanging on to the ball, fumbles the ball, loses the ball, doesn't grip the ball tightly, that doesn't build trust. Let me give another example. So much of our lives is spent on a schedule. Does you ever feel like you're on too much of a schedule? Maybe so. But here's the here's the essence of trust, and uh, we got this from Randy Hart, who was a defensive line coach at the University of Washington and several other institutions. He finished up his career at Stanford University. Highly regarded football coach, but one of the things he taught his players was the value of being on time, because he used this illustration every time that you come in late. You're basically infringing on someone else's time because you're making them wait. And you ask yourself the question, Randy asked the question of his players, are you that important? Are you more important that people should wait for you? But here's the other issue. When you or I are on a schedule and people are depending on us being there or people are supposed to meet you at a given time, wouldn't you like them to be on time? Wouldn't you like to be able to trust that they are on time? So just a couple illustrations. One, the game of football, handing a ball off. Does the player carry the ball well? Consistently, yes, they're going to keep getting the ball. Inconsistently, Probably won't get the ball very much. Being on time. You build trust in a schedule when you know others who are a part of the schedule are going to be on time. They're disciplined in that regard. So you can establish trust that if the meeting's at 1.30 p.m., it's going to be at 1.30 p.m. Why? Because you can trust that they are there. Now, building trust in relationships is much bigger than hanging on to a football or being on time. Building relationships and building trust in relationships is doing the right thing not once in a while, but consistently a while. Meaning, building trust because you're deeply connected, you have a strong connection, you have a strong belief that that person is going to do the right thing by you, so to speak. And again, Flip the coin over. Other people can build trust in you because in their relationship with you, you do not disappoint. You can be relied upon to do the right thing. Therefore, others look at you and say, you're a person of integrity. You're a person of quality. You are a person of wholeness. You are a person that they can trust. And trust is not built overnight. Trust is something that it takes a long time to establish. But unfortunately, as soon as you and I violate trust, we shatter maybe weeks, months, years of establishing trust. By simply doing the wrong thing. Does the shoe fit for you or I in that regard? You're constantly, I would challenge you, in the process of building and affirming trust. As we talk more about the issue of building trust, let me give you a real life situation. When it comes to being a new leader in an organization, relationships matter. But part of building trust as a leader is establishing not only relationship, but who you're going to be to the people that you serve. And there's lots of great qualities. Caring, listening, asking questions, helping create solutions, building team. Being a person of steadfastness, they can depend upon you. But I would say one of the keys to being a successful and effective leadership leader is building trust. Mike Colbreese is referenced in my book. Mike was the executive director of the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association from 1993 into 2018 a long tenure but let me give you a couple of examples when mike was hired now the wiaa serves every school in the state of washington that offers activities for high school or middle school students so in this regard his responsibility was vast and diverse large schools small schools Urban schools, rural schools, schools with significant activity, legacy, tradition, brand new schools who were trying to establish that. So his leadership and that of the WIA staff was diverse. It was significant. But when Mike was hired, his board of the WIA advised him to get out and meet the schools and organization member schools and their people. And they gave him a metric. And the metric was the board asked that he visit 10% of the schools each year. So if you think the thought that there were 350 high schools, for example, in the WIAA, in the state of Washington, that would mean he would intentionally Touch base with 35 a year. Now you'd say to yourself, well, that's going to take a long time. What are we talking about today? We're talking about building trust. Building trust takes a long time, but part of it is playing the long game, which means act as a leader like you are going to be with the organization for a long time because that action when people feel like you have a sense of permanence a sense of purpose and essential a sense of genuine care and concern they're going to build trust in you so if you do that math 35 schools a year 10 years he would have visited all 350 schools now again that meant large small That meant in some cases he could drive up 405 uh, on the east side of Seattle and see many schools within 15 minutes of his office. But it also meant driving to southeast Washington to rural schools because the relationship in serving the rural schools in southeast Washington was a part of the people that Mike would lead. So by jumping in his car on a regular basis and going out to meet people, he was getting on their ter- territory. And so much of trust is going to the other person. Don't expect people to come to you if you want to build trust. If you want to build trust, set the example by going to the other person. This may be as simple as instead of calling somebody and say, hey, would you come to my office? Get up off your chair. And walk over to the other person's office. Because by doing so, you send a message that you're willing to go to them. The other thing that happens when it comes to trust. And when you're out seeing people and building relationship. Trust is built over time. And trust also withstood and withstands the tests that rose along the way. Because as a leader, just like Mike Colbury's, there were always issues, and some issues were challenging. But because he took the time to build trust, when it came to working through challenges and obstacles, that trust that he'd already established had been developed. Let me give you another teaching from Mike Colby's, there's no more important people than those closest to you. There's no more people, no more important. Mo- there's no more important people than those closest to you. So as a leader, your staff is so so important to you, and it's so important that you trust them and they trust you. Now, part of that, Mike told me this. Mike was intentional about nurturing his staff's passion for their work and their care for each other. In other words, he hoped to and he helped them develop a shared passion for the WIAA. But there too, he helped them work through difficult challenges and he helped the organization with the staff keep moving forward. He was great at affirming the value of the staff. And when he affirmed the value of a staff, I watched him in WIAA board meetings for years, and he would point out consistently a staff member's effort. I never once saw Mike Colbreeze devalue a staff member in front of the WIAA board. He may have had constructive criticism conversations away from the board meeting with that person, but never once did he tear down a staff member. Now, his staff was so loyal to Mike because they knew they could trust him. They knew that in difficult times, he was going to support them. He had their back, so to speak. So today, as we've talked about building trust Let me summarize. See it both ways. You, every day, need to be building trust in other people. Who is it that you can trust? Your spouse, your children, your team members, if you work in an organization, your boss, your customers, whatever it is, okay? But you also have to realize that others are building and trust in you. And developing trust and loyal relationships is one of the keys to success. In our upcoming session, the third in this series, I'm going to talk to you about, and again, first session, searching for the truth. Today, building trust And our third session is going to be on putting people first. We're going to continue this search for truth, this building of trust, and this role of interacting, connecting with people to build those kind of relationships where people realize with you, they are important. So we'll talk about putting people first. So today, thanks for being with us as we've talked about building trust. I think building trust is one of the foundational principles of life. The best and most effective people have a bank, so to speak, where they've stored up trust in others, and others have built up and stored up trust in them. Thanks again for being with us for another session of Winning Words where we speak life to influence others. Build trust. Have a great day.